0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Vogue Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa tough, get on a gravel world's podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums, simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast, where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now, to the show. All right, might as well stick with the theme of twos. Last one we did was two-a-days. Now there was a question about racing two crits in one day. This is very common if you're doing a 4-5 and a 3-4 race, or a master's race and a P1-2 race, or for whatever reason you're lucky enough to be able to race twice in a day. Kudos, you should do it. Just try to align your goals with the first race because you're probably gonna be a little tired for the second one. But at the same time, you know, sometimes people say, well, should I do the four or five race? Because I really want to do well in the three, four race. You know, it depends where you're at in getting your upgrade points. How hard is the race going to be? Is it really a big priority race, or are you just going to race and you know sharpen up your skills and your tactics and things like that? A lot of different variables, but for all intensive purposes, you're racing twice. Let's chat about it. Now, I'm not going to get too in the weeds on this, but you know that I'm a big carb fan for racing. I'm a big carb fan for high intensity intervals. You definitely want to be leaning your diet towards carbs. And I've talked to athletes and not specifically evoke athletes, but just other racers who I I think it actually might have been the Cookville crit. Someone had said to Patrick and I, wait, are you guys like carb loading? And we kind of looked at each other like, well, we're not like not eating carbs. Because when you look at how many carbs you have stored as glycogen, it's gonna vary depending on the size of the person, but you know, 350, 450 grams, uh, I mean, 450 might be a little, little high. Um, but all of that's not going to be in the working muscle of pushing the pedals. And if you, you can look up different calculators online, but for me, I can very easily go through almost, let's see here, I've got one calculator here. It says at 81 kg, I could have a total of about 480 grams of total glycogen, which about 180 would get used in an hour by me. So I'm totally going through all glycogen if I'm doing two races. And there's also a warm-up, and there's also the time between. So without belaboring this, yes, you're going to need carbs even for a one-hour crit. Now, you're definitely going to need carbs if you're doing two crits. And well, you might say, well, my races are only 30 minutes each, but you're going to warm for the first one. I just don't see any downside to having and utilizing carbohydrates. It's not like you're going to get fat and you don't have to maybe eat as much as if you're going to do a five hour road race, but you do need carbs. So focus your diet on that. The thing I really more want to talk about is the time in between, and this is also very helpful if you are doing a road race and then maybe you're in an omnium and you're doing a time trial later. Let's say the road race ends and you have you might have four hours in between. That's really tricky because you just finished a road race and you're kind of hungry and you want to- you feel like you need to, you know, recover and also be thinking about the crit the next day, but you don't want to eat so much that you're going to hamper and hurt that time trial. And as not fun as this is to say, I really try to keep my diet as cycling food-esque as possible. So I will drink drink mix, which my drink mix is just maltodextrin. Maybe if I'm feeling spicy, I put a little fructose in it and mix it up in the big barrel that I buy. I will also maybe eat a gel which sounds super boring. And when I say gel, it's really more maple syrup these days. I, if, if you had a long enough period and you're like, I need solid food for, some, for whatever reason, I would lean towards whatever bar or solid food you eat on the bike so that you're just used to digesting it. Because for me, while I'm not – it depends. If it's super hot though, I'm not going to do a full warm-up for the time trial. I'm going to definitely be on the bike and spinning. I'm really going to put in a couple short efforts, but I might only warm up for 25 minutes. And now, yeah, there's a ton of variables of how exact much time is between these. But, you know, how what was the road race like? How shattered are you? But really, I want you to focus on not screwing up your stomach for the next race, whether that's a time trial or a crit so if you're doing back-to-back races get in the shade get cooled off hydrate get more carbs in i really don't think you want to be worrying about recovery because you're not okay i'm not a scientist i don't see you doing any recovery between races for the very next race until after that one is done I might be wrong on that it just doesn't seem feasible in a couple hours to be (laughs) like rebuilding muscle maybe you are maybe you're doing some synthesizing or something but what i'm saying is i don't think it's going to help you for the time trial or the second crit maybe it helps you for the next day but you know the next day hopefully doesn't start until 11 or noon and you're planning to go out for a solid super healthy delicious nutrient dense dinner and that's going to be right after your time trial or second crit now, this also goes without saying, if you're going from one crit exactly to the next crit, there's no thinking. You don't, you don't have to warm up. There's no time to warm up. Like, you're just, just probably swapping jerseys and going. What if there's two hours in between? And a lot of people sit around, and I think that you want to get in a cool space. You want to get in the shade. Again, rehydrate, recarb. Just decompress a little bit. And then about 45 minutes before, personally, I want to go spin around because you're probably going to feel a little sluggish. I don't do two-a-days in terms of cycling. So for me to stop and sit around and then go race, I almost have to warm up again. The reason I wouldn't do it for a TT is a TT is going to probably be shorter. It's not going to be as high intensity. It's going to be riding at a threshold. Just for me, knowing myself, I can go bang that out. I can't go bang out 600 watt surges again in a crit. So I'm going to be looking to get more, getting more warmed up. And I don't necessarily want to warm up maybe as intensely as I would for the first crit. Maybe I just want to be spinning, getting those muscle contractions in, you know, doing some high cadence stuff. Just so that I can get to the start line and be like, all right, I need to just get in the groove of this race again. And then I think the biggest thing for me is just get in the race. <laughs> don't get dropped right away. Your brain forgets that you had just raced. And your brain goes into the mode of, you know, everybody's everybody that races has raced on a day where they don't feel amazing. You're just like, huh. Not feeling spectacular. It might be the end of the block. It might be a B priority race where you're just going to race and to, you know, have your brain thinking about racing, which is a very good thing to do. Think of the second crit in the same manner. So the way that I look at those scenarios are, okay, I don't have the biggest matchbook that I usually have. So I need to be even more careful with when I fling these things off because maybe I only have, you know five big matches. If I'm going to burn one early, that's stupid because, you know, the the early ones are like huge risky rolls of the dice. You're thinking maybe I somehow get away in a small group and we're gone. And it it happens sometimes, but I only use that match. If I know I have my full book of matches, you know, if I'm not feeling good, I'm not going out there and crushing because nine times out of 10, some 80 people try to bridge to you, and the group just stays all together. So, think more strategically because you're not going to be physically on your A game. And then, really, it goes without saying, you'll well, maybe not. You might be superwoman, but you'll probably be pretty shot after this, and you want to get recovered. So, I'm not really a shake person, but I'm definitely a whole foods person. I do eat meat. And so I'm. If I have not, you know, brought. If I'm in the middle of nowhere, I've already pre-planned, brought food with a cooler, and actually, damn it, I'm just realizing now my cooler for some of these early races is in North Carolina, and I'm in Florida. That sucks. Um, Simple things that you can travel with, peanut butter and jelly, or I try to stay away from meat because it doesn't really travel that well and sit in a hot car all day for like a road race. I've done it. It's not, I don't recommend it unless you have a cooler, um, but you could probably be going to a restaurant to get some meat if you want that for a good source of protein or my number one pit stop after most races is a grocery store because you can get a really good mix of fruit. You can get pre-made foods. You can get, if you just won, you might get like a little bag, a little bag of chips or like chips and guac or like some. Just be like, yeah, good job. All that work paid off. Way to go. And if you got shattered and drops, you might need a little pick-me-ups. So you might be getting... A little treat also. I mean, a little treat is not going to kill you. You just don't have it every day. So we're digressing a little bit just talking about random race stuff. But two a days, just think of race food and think of staying racy. I I mean, it, it goes without saying. So going and eating a burrito, even if you have three hours in between I personally don't feel that's a good move because I've done that before <laughs> we were like I don't even know what we were thinking we went and got Mexican they made to go do a time trial it was horrible so don't do that and stick to the carbs and then recover after this is probably longer than it had to be but I just want to drill drill it home carbs the end